Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures. Welcome to the Los Corazones International Airport. We hope you enjoy your stay in the Happy Heart City. Taxi! Welcome to Las Corazones, miss. Thanks! Where'll it be, miss? Mount Eternity, please. Well, now, let's see. It was a left at the fork in the trail, uh, 50 paces due north after the fallen tree. I must be close. I can hear some kids from here. Ah, yes, here we are. Just a few more yards and I should be looking right at the Welcome to Base Camp sign. Hey there. Whoa, look, it's Mountain Man Jack. Can I be of assistance? Well, hey there, Mountain Man Jack. I'm Ranger Sue. Sue. Ranger Sue, of course you are. You look a little different in person than over a video chat. Must be the fuzzy connection out here. Well, your beard sure is much more impressive in person. Why, thank you, ma'am. I actually get that a lot. So, how was your flight? Lengthy. I don't ever think I've ever sat down that long before. Ha! I bet not with what I know about you. You're a pretty active little lady. Well, yeah, there's that. And we're a long way from Australia. On the plus side, I got this great t-shirt from the Honolulu airport on one of my layovers. Get it? Because in Hawaii, they have those flower necklaces. They call them lays. Layovers, huh? Yep, that's a joke. That's what that is, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, anyway, thanks for coming, Sue. We're so glad you're finally here. It'll be nice to have a young woman like yourself helping out around here. We got a lot of nice young girls who are going to love you. Well, I'm excited to meet them, too. Hey, kids. Everyone, gather up. I've got someone I want to introduce to you. Who is it? Is there another new kid? Most excellent. Now I will no longer bear the new kid designation. There's already a lot of us. I guess we can find room for one more. No, Piper. It's not another camper. It's someone to help me around here teaching you kids about climbing Mount Eternity. Kids, meet Ranger Sue. Hello, everyone. Ranger Sue. How do you do? Uh, I'm still the new kid. I'm really glad to be here at base camp. I've been so excited to come here, and we've been planning this for a long time. Are you from another country? My accent gave it away, huh? Yes, I'm from Australia. Australia? Mountain Man Jack, you said you've been planning this for a while? That's right. Joe and I have been talking for a while now about getting some female help around here, since we're getting so many of you great girl climbers. Ranger Sue's been talking to us for a few months now on that, uh, internet thingy. And she finally made the decision to come on out. Now, there'll be plenty of time to get better acquainted with Sue a little later, but for now, Let's all get ready for today's lesson. I'm going to let Ranger Sue help me out on this one so she can start learning the ropes around here. That's a lot of ropes, Mountain Man Jack. Need lots of rope for safe mountain climbing, Terrence, so they can catch you if you fall. Are you excited to try out the ropes course? Yeah, I've been waiting to do this thing since the first day I got here. (laughs) I thought so. Well, go find a harness and helmet, and we'll get started. Hey guys, check this out. Uh, Hey Piper, you need to come down from there, all right? What? Why? I'm only like five feet up. No one's supposed to use the rock wall without a harness. I'm fine, Ranger Sue. No, Piper. I need you to come down now, okay? Look, I've been here for a while. I know what I'm doing. Now, Piper. Ugh, fine. 
Happy? I'd be happy if you listened the first time. Okay, kids. I need everyone to gather around for a minute. Piper, that means you too. Yeah, I'm coming. Okay, you all know the rules for the ropes course, right? Yes. Great. Now, before we go up there, I need you all to make sure that you have all of your gear in nice, tidy piles. We can't leave everything just thrown around the ground. Someone's likely to trip over it. Then, I need you all to get into pairs. The buddy system helps keep us safe. I call Piper. Great. Piper. I'd love to be your buddy, Albert. Okay, so after you've tidied up and gotten into pairs... I need everyone to line up by the ladder so we can go up one at a time. Everyone understand? Yep. Piper, what are you doing? We're supposed to be grabbing our stuff. But if we get in line first, we'll be the first ones up. Piper, you should really do what Ranger Sue asks. It doesn't matter who's the first one in line. Come on, Albert. Don't listen to him. What's going on over here? I'm picking up my stuff, and I'm trying to get Piper to pick up hers. Thank you, Terrence, for obeying me. Go find a partner. Piper, can I talk to you for a moment? I guess. Piper, what did I ask you to do? Pick up my stuff, then get in line. And what are you doing? Well, I wanted to make sure I got a good spot in line and... Did you do what I asked? No. Please go pick up your stuff and then find Albert and go to the back of the line. But... Now. Piper, make sure you put your helmet on. What do I need a helmet for? I'm already wearing a harness. <sighs> Piper. Besides, the strap cuts into my chin and it really bugs Piper, me. Piper, you need a helmet. Don't worry, I'll just climb up and... Hey! Piper, if you don't put that helmet on, you can't go up. You heard Ranger Sue. Fine, I'll put my helmet on. Piper, can I talk to you for a minute? Uh, sure. What's going on? What do you mean? You know what I mean. Why are you ignoring what Ranger Sue said? This isn't the first time I've seen you do it. I know you know how to obey. And you've been obeying me just fine. I do want to obey, but why is she in charge of me? She just got here. Can't you tell me what to do instead? I'll listen to you. Pepper, I brought Ranger Sue in, and now she's just as much in charge of you as I am. And you have to obey her just as you would obey me. But why'd you have to bring her in in the first place? Why? Pepper... We brought her here so you and the other girls would have an older girl to talk to. I think you'll like her if you give her a chance. I'd rather just be you and Joe again. Well, I'm sorry, but it's not. You can't choose who's in charge of you. Do you understand? She's an authority now, and you got to obey her. I guess so, but it's just hard. You really know how to handle yourself up on those ropes, Piper. Uh, thanks. It was actually my first time. Huh. Well, you're a natural. Well, I've always liked to climb. My mom used to call me her little monkey. It'll be fun when we get to go up the mountain and try it for real. Yeah, it sure will. So, about earlier today. Yeah, um, look, I'm sorry for disrespecting you and everything. It's just, I'm new at this whole Christian thing and, and obedience thing. I'm just now realizing I need to obey, and I've only really just gotten used to obeying Mountain Man Jack. Well... What would Mountain Man Jack do in a situation like this? He'd probably say something like, Piper, obedience is very important for your entire life. Not just as a kid, but when you grow up too. <laughs> That's pretty good. Then what? Probably would tell some crazy story that'd really make me think. Oh yeah? 
Yeah, he's great at stories. Have you heard him tell one? As a matter of fact, I have. He told me the story of Tai Two. Tai what? You haven't heard that one? I don't think so. Well then, do you mind if I tell it? Uh, sure. Why not? But first, we need a campfire. All right, everyone. The name's Ranger Sue. How do you do? I'm here to tell you a story. You'll do great, Sue. Thank you, Mountain Man Jack. Let's get down to it then. Now, you all probably already know that you'll have a lot of people in charge of you in your life, and you might not want to obey all of them. I have a story that I think might just help you understand why you should obey everyone that God's put in charge of you. It was a story that Mountain Man Jack told me just recently. In a jungle far away lived a young monkey named Tai Two. Now, Tai Two lived in a place where animals could talk to each other, had houses, families, and even went to school. <laughs> A little tail gel here, a little tail gel there. Boom! Check out this tail. I am looking pretty good. It's definitely the best of anyone at school. No one else can swing on their tails like I can. Isn't that right? Who's a good tail? You are. Tai Two, hurry up or you'll be late for school. Coming! I can't wait to go to school and show everyone how long my tail has gotten. I bet it's grown at least an inch over the summer. I'm pretty sure it's the longest anyone in the entire school. Maybe even the entire jungle. If you don't hurry, you won't make it to school on time to show anyone anything. Get your things and get out the door. Stay on the path to the right. Why? You know why. The left path is dangerous. But why? I'm old enough to know. You don't have to keep things secret from me. It doesn't matter how old you are. You need to obey me anyway. I'm not keeping it a secret from you. Yes, you are. You're not telling me. I bet Dad would let me go. He doesn't give me silly rules. His rules make sense. <sighs> Have a seat, Tai Chu. Tai Chu, you know that I love you, and I want you to be safe, right? Yes. So when I tell you not to do something, it's to help keep you safe. Well, yes, I know that, but I want to know what's really down there. What's so bad? It's very dangerous down there. There are things that could hurt you. Like a snake? I bet I could fight a snake. Yipsy said he's done it before. Fighting a snake is dangerous, and no matter who else has done it, you shouldn't. But no, there aren't snakes down the left path. There are other dangerous things. Like what? Like crocodiles. Croco what? They have a body like a tree trunk, and, and beady eyes like a snake, and... Claws like a tiger and a mouth that can eat anyone who comes across their path. Wow. Just listen to me and stay away from that path. Stay on the right path, okay? Tai Two? <sighs> yes. Okay, Mom. I'll stay on the right path. Okay. You should get to school now. I don't want you to be late. Okay, Mom. Tai Two, wait up! Oh no, not Yipsy. Maybe if I just walk a little faster. Whoa, you walked fast. Why the rush, little buddy? Hey, Yipsy. Guess what I did all summer? I explored the jungle with my brother, and we went on so many adventures. 
I saw giant tarantulas and lizards and snakes and all kinds of dangerous animals. I almost got eaten. <laughs> it was awesome. I had to fight this boa constrictor with my bare hands to get away. <laughs> so, what'd you do this summer, little guy? Oh, well, I, uh, um... You didn't do anything fun this summer, did you? You probably just stayed home all summer and played in your little sandbox. That's not true. I went on an adventure, too. Oh, yeah? Where'd you go? I went, uh, down the left path. Liar. No, it's true. Then what's down there? Well, it's dark and scary. You did not. That's not what it's like at all. Oh, like you've been down there. Of course I have. It's got a giant pond and tall trees with swinging vines. There are giant bananas as big as your head. Wow, I'd love to see that. I, I mean... See, you haven't been down there. It's so cool. Only babies are afraid to go down there. I am not a baby, and I'm not scared. <laughs> sure you're not. We're gonna be late. We gotta hurry. Tai Tu's favorite time of day was recess. And what he loved to do best was show off on the monkey bars for all his friends. Check this out! Yeah, yeah, big deal. So he can do a few tricks on the monkey bars. Let's see you do it then, Yipsy. No thanks. I got nothing to prove. But you do. You think you're pretty cool here on the playground, monkey boy. But let's see if you've got what it takes to make it out in the real world. Why don't you go down the left path? Whatever, Yipsy. You're just trying to get me in trouble. Are you afraid? What are you? A chicken? No offense, Fred. None taken. I'm not afraid. It's just... There are crocodiles down the path. <laughs> crocodiles? There's no such thing. Like I said, there's just a beautiful pond with tall trees and vines to swing from and bananas as big as you. You're just a fraidy cat. No offense, Tommy. Am not, and my mom told me they were too real. Yeah, then prove it. Fine. I'll go ask someone who knows what they're talking about. I'll ask the smartest animal in the jungle. See you after school. Okay. Smartest in the jungle. Professor Owl. Easy enough to find. What is it that you want to ask Professor Owl that you can't ask me? It's for a school thing. I just need to ask him. Okay, well, he's teaching at the Jungle Institute. If you leave now, you should be able to get there before he leaves for the day. Just make sure you're back in time for dinner. Yeah, yeah, I will. Thanks, Mom. <sighs> now, was it left at the banana tree or right? Um, excuse me. Can you tell me where the Jungle Institute is? I do believe you follow this path until you find the tree with two broken branches, and then you turn right. Thanks. Does this tree have two broken branches? Oh, this is impossible. How can I find a tree with two broken branches? Every tree has two broken branches. Oh, there he is. Uh, professor! Well, hello there, Taitu. I was just flying home when I saw you down here. I thought I'd <laughs> drop in and say hello. Well, actually, I was looking for you. Oh, well, I just finished teaching my last class today. How's your mother, Patricia? She's doing well. Uh, can I ask you something? That depends. Have you paid your tuition? Huh? 
<laughs> Just some university human, my boy. <laughs> Go ahead, ask away. Well, I was out on the playground with my friends, and I told them about... Crocodiles. Crocodiles? Yeah, and they told me that crocodiles don't exist, but my mom told me they do. So I figured I would ask you, because you're the smartest bird in all the jungle. And if anyone would know the truth, it's you. The smartest bird in the whole jungle, you say? <laughs> like the sound of that. <laughs> but yes, crocodiles. Very real. Very dangerous. Really? What do they look like? Oh, you know, big tree trunk bodies, beady snake eyes, tiger claws, teeth. Oh, don't even get me started on the teeth. Wow, they sound dangerous. Oh, they are, my boy. They are. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, why are you so curious about them? Well, my mom told me there were crocodiles down the left path by my house, and then one of my friends told me they didn't exist, so I just wanted to know who was right, that's all. Mm. Well, all right then. But be careful not to go anywhere near any place that could have crocodiles nearby. I will. Thanks. Well, well. Look who's back. So, what'd he say? That crocodiles are real. Well, then he lied to you. They are not. And even if they were... They're not going to be down the left path. I bet adults just say crocodiles are down there because they don't want anyone to go and have fun. But if they are real, it's not safe to go. You're just saying that because you're a coward and you don't want to go. Am not. And I'll prove it. I'll go down the left path tonight, after dark. Is that so? Well, good for you, Taitu. Maybe you're not the trembling little chimp I took you for. Yeah? Yeah. But what about your mom? Won't you get in trouble for disobeying her? Well, I mean, it's not like my dad said I couldn't go, just my mom. I won't be in that much trouble. Stop trying to scare me out of it. I'm going. Good. And just to make sure you don't wimp out, I'll go with you. <laughs> Crocodile! <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Taitu felt a growing unease as the afternoon passed. He didn't want to sneak out at night to go down the left path. He normally obeyed his parents, but Yipsy had called him a coward, and he wanted to prove he wasn't. Taitu, honey, are you all right? You've hardly touched your dinner, and it's your favorite, banana soup. I'm, uh, not actually feeling good. You mind if I just go to bed early? I'm sure I'll be better in the morning. Well, all right, honey. Go to bed then. I'll see you in the morning. Taitu waited for his pants to fall asleep so he could sneak out. I think it's time. Is that their snoring? Yep, Mom's asleep. And Dad's sleeping too. Okay, now's the time. I just have to get up really quietly and make sure the door doesn't squeak. And go down the steps. And close the door quietly. And I'm free. Now, Yipsy's. When Taitu made it to Yipsy's house, he found the entire house dark. So he made his way over to Yipsy's window. Psst! Yipsy! Yipsy! <sighs> what do you want, Taitu? I'm here to go down the left path, remember? I promised I would show I'm not a coward. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, 
I've got a big test tomorrow, and I really need to get some sleep. So how's about you go, and I'll ask you about it in the morning. And remember, I've been there, so I'll know if you wimped out and didn't go. What? Are you crazy? If you're not going, I'm not going. Why don't we just go another night? You afraid? No! Ugh. Fine, I'll go. Wow, this path looks a lot scarier at night. I could just go home, but Yipsy would know and everyone would laugh. I just need to do it. Okay, one step, two steps. Oh boy, it's really dark. I can barely see the path in front of me. I can barely see my own hand in front of me. What was that? Who's there? Oh. Thing is just a. Uh, oh wow. The moon is so bright. This is so cool. Look at those giant trees and and those bananas. I've got to eat one. Wow. That was so good. I'm so full. But there's so many vines to swing on! Woohoo! <laughs> and look at those stepping stones! I gotta try this! Whoa! Those are a little slippery. Oh, it's fine. I've got this. Of course I've got this. I'm the best. And I'm gonna prove it to Yipsy. He calls me a coward and gets away with it. This will show him. What was that? Oh, it's just that lock scratching against that rock. No biggie, nothing to be scared of. Except that that log has eyes. Wait, no, it's a snake with tiger claws. And teeth. Teeth and a big, large mouth that could eat me. That's not a snake, that's a crocodile! Almost a shore, just one big jump in! I think I made it. Crocodile's going back into the water. Oh, I'm safe. Oh, that was really scary. I think I'm alright. I think I'm alright. Let's see. I've got my two ears, two arms, two legs, and one. I too. Thank the Lord you're all right. What's going on here? You told us that you were sick. Oh, wh where have you been? We were so worried. Why did you leave in the middle of the night? You know better than that. We were about to call the Falcon Police. What's wrong, honey? The boy looks sick. Why are you crying? Well, I, I went to the pond. What pond? The one... The one down the left path. You what? I told you not to go down there. It's dangerous. What happened? Well, Yipsy called me a coward in front of everyone because I wouldn't go. So I did. 
Son, you know that just because someone calls you a name doesn't mean you should do something that's wrong. I know that, but I was just so angry that I went anyway. So, I lied to you and said I felt sick, but I didn't. <laughs> and I snuck out and went down the path, and everything was just as Yipsy said it would be. It was so cool, but, but then there were crocodiles. Well, one crocodile, I was going across the stepping stones, and then I saw it, and I wasn't sure what it was, but I remembered how you described it to me, and it was just like that, Mom. Oh, my poor baby. And then what happened? Well, I ran, and it chased me. Just as I jumped for shore, it lunged at me, and... <laughs> and, and what, Taichu? Well... Not unless you have your tail somewhere. The crocodile has it. Then I'm, I'm afraid you're going to have to live without your tail from now on. Everyone's going to laugh at me. Son, we warned you that crocodiles were dangerous because we knew something like this could happen. We're sorry it did happen. I wish you would have listened to us. I'm sorry that you lost your tail, honey. I wish there was something more we could do for you. How will I swing in the monkey bar competition? Well, we're going to have to find something new for you to do. We'll, we'll help you figure out how to live without your tail. We'll do this together. It, it won't be easy, but it can be done. I'll be a monkey without a tail. Mom? Dad? Yes, Tai Chu? <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have listened to you. I'm going to obey you from now on. You give me rules to keep me safe and protect me. And that is the story of Tai Chu. From that day on, he had to live a life without a tail. Imagine a monkey without a tail. He wasn't nearly as good as he used to be in the monkey ball competition without his tail. He had to learn how to swing through the jungle with only his arms. He could no longer use his tail to help him with his chores. Everything was just a little bit harder for him. Because he disobeyed this one time, his whole life is messed up? Not completely messed up, but not as good as it would have been with the tail. Taitu disobeyed his mother and went where he wasn't supposed to. Because of that, he lost his tail. You see... When you disobey, bad things happen. You get consequences. We have rules to keep you safe. And if you disobey them, you can get really hurt. Just like when Taitu disobeyed his parents, he got hurt by the croc. Kind of like when you tell me to wear a harness. Or a helmet. I knew you were smart, Piper. Yeah, we have those rules so you don't get hurt. Exactly. Now, sometimes you disobey and don't get hurt, right? Yeah. Like when I wasn't going to fall and get hurt, just climbing up a little ways. Does that mean that nothing bad will happen, though? 
Well, no. Sometimes when I do something wrong and get caught, I get punished for it. Do you know why that happens? Well, because I did something I wasn't supposed to. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the reason why we punish you for breaking the rules is to help you not to do it again. If you had climbed without your helmet, and then I tell you that you can't go on the hike with us tomorrow, you'd be pretty upset, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. I wouldn't want to stay here all by myself and do nothing. I want to go explore and have adventure. Do you think you would try to climb without your harness again? Probably not, because then I might not be able to go out again. Exactly. So when you get a consequence for disobeying, it's to help you to want to obey more. God works in the same way. In the Old Testament, when the children of Israel disobeyed his commands when they were walking through the desert, he sent them consequences to help steer them back to doing what was right. See, God and other authorities don't give us rules to restrict us or to keep us from having fun. They do it to keep us safe from sin and sin's consequences. Right. Sometimes rules can feel like a cage, but they're not. They're more like uh, guardrails. Yep. The guardrails at the Grand Canyon, they let you enjoy the amazing view, but still keep you far enough away from the ledge so you don't accidentally fall in. And God not only gives the rules to follow, but he also put people in your life to be in charge of you and to help you follow these rules. People like your parents and your teachers and your uh, big brothers and sisters who babysit you. And you! That's right. And you learned all this a few months ago. And I'm very proud of how far you've come, Piper. Thanks. But God also put Ranger Sue in charge of you. And when you disobey one of us, including Ranger Sue, you're disobeying God, too. God wants you to obey the people he put in charge of you. I know. I guess I owe you an apology, Ranger Sue. I'm sorry I disobeyed you. I gave you a hard time about the harness, and I wouldn't use the helmet. Please forgive me? Of course I forgive you, Piper. I know I'm the new girl. The new kid? I was going to say the new girl. Oh. But I think we're going to get along. Yeah, you're not so bad. You're not so bad yourself. Not to break this up, but can we go on our adventure now? (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, mate. Let's go see what's waiting for us out there. Looks like Piper's still learning the finer points of obedience, but that's okay as long as she puts what she learns into practice. Sometimes when someone new gets put in charge of us, like a new teacher, a babysitter, or even our own brother or sister, it can be hard to want to obey them. What we need to remember is that God is the one who places authorities over us for our own protection. The rules are to help us, not to hurt us. Like it says in Hebrews 13, 17, Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls, and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. What about you? Are you having trouble obeying rules and authorities in your life? Then talk to God. Pray and ask Him for help so you can obey. And talk to your parents and ask them for help, too. I'm sure they'll be thrilled that you did. That's all for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more information on how you can experience more fun from the world of Basecamp, visit us on the web at lifeaction.org basecamp or write to us at P.O. Box 31, Buchanan, Michigan, 49107. Basecamp Adventures is a presentation of Life Action Ministries. Taitu was written by Summer Dykstra with direction and sound design by Evan David and additional sound design by Phil Krauss, Austin Loving, and John Reeford. Our vocal talent included Zach Canfield, 
Evan David, Matt Fredericks, Justin Green, Melissa Hankins, Bradley and Cameron Herdklotz, Abe Kraus, Brian, Marianne, and Samuel Loving, and Anna Nelson. Our executive producer was Aaron Paulus, and I'm Megan, hoping you'll join us next time for another Base Camp Adventure.